And we're back. It's the Double Entendres podcast presented by Anchor by Spotify. We're back for week two with week one in the books. It might be presented by Anchor presented by Spotify, actually. (laughs) Sorry. Anchor presented by Spotify. We're getting used to it ourselves. You're joined by two of your three hosts this week. Connor is not with us today. He decided to take his victory and go on the golf course. So you only have myself and John wiping our flakes. John. Yes. Yes. I got, I got a text from Connor about, about missing the pot. He said, Hey, not going to make it tonight. I have better things to do. I won the tenor. I have the best team in the league and you are not worth my time. So maybe, maybe we'll see Connor back next week. Maybe not. Um, We'll just have, you'll just have to tune in and find out. Yeah, Stay tuned. Uh, wiping the flakes indeed though. I, I know I'd, Messaged the group earlier today when I when it became final that my second running back would be not returning this year. Yeah, I mean, I guess you you had already like dropped him by then, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They said IR uh, missing eight weeks, so I was like not going to play the waiting game there, and I already dropped him. But glad to know that I I can't like you know pick him up in four weeks or <laughs> and then play the waiting game or anything. He's just yeah. like I said. Like I said, I thank thank you for coming out. That it was it was good to have you. It's, it's a real bummer, man. I feel like, I mean, I don't know what the league thinks of Raheem Oster, but I feel like he's always had the rep of being like injury prone, and I'm someone that tries not to eat into that rumor. But he really proves it every week, every year. <laughs> yeah, I think it's definitely the last two, like including this year and last year. I think have just been nothing but injuries. That's that's tough. I I uh, I think I I think I follow your lead in the uh not trying to buy too much into the injury stuff uh but <laughs> will fuller worked out okay for you last year uh it, raheem most not so much for me this year yeah he's, i don't mean he's a player worth the gamble but i saw that this, this is his last year under contract with the niners so i doubt he'll be be there next year i know it, well, he's gonna be pretty old right for a running back isn't he gonna be like 30 he's gonna be 30 probably has never that's had, like, tough season yeah yeah We'll see, but that was just the icing on the cake of a week that I found filled with heartbreak. I'm sure there's six teams that are pretty happy that fantasy football is still back in our lives, while the oh. other six are wondering maybe it came back too soon. So <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like uh, even like you know Sunday night and Monday night, I felt like swung like three different matchups, maybe maybe even four different matchups. Uh, yeah, I, I went to sleep like before the fourth quarter ended on Monday night. And when I woke up, like, and I didn't realize how much had happened, how much had changed. Uh, and no, uh, trust me, I know I'm, I was always in contact with you. So I know how much your uh, matchup swung on Sunday night, but, uh, yeah, dude, a lot of heartbreak week one. And, and it's already the heartbreak. It's already here. Yeah. I mean, like Monday night's game was wild where. You know, Josh Jacobs was coming in on and off the field. Derek Carr couldn't hit Darren Waller, if, even if he could try in the first half. And he thought it was going to be, you know, a tough go for Sasso. And then J- Jacobs gets two touchdowns. Waller has got a big touchdown, swings that matchup. And then I saw that Steve and, and Jordan going back and forth. Um, I didn't realize that it, it swung so much at the end there in overtime. But That defense, that interception, right? Yeah, it was uh, the... <laughs> I don't know if you saw it, but like Carr just like won it at Snead. It should have been a walk-in touchdown and just threw too much. 
<laughs> no, I've I've only I've only heard. Uh, but I know that yeah, that the the, t- the interception in the end zone is what vaulted Steve over Jordan. He sent the screenshot of what the matchup was right before the interception, and that was him in the lead. Steve only had the defense that always scores with turnovers and sacks, and they got the turnover in overtime. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was laughing when Jordan said uh, that game could have ended at four four points and I would have won all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it really could have. It was, it was unbelievable. I know. Surprised that the Ravens played for the field goal, but you can talk about that o- offline. <laughs> and then of course there was mine, where I didn't realize how close it was until Chris was texting me. You know dot dot dots and everything every time Cooper Cup did something and then I had, had the brief glimmer of the Yahoo notification that I was up and then I like instantaneously I'm watching on TV and they overturned the touchdown and that's kind of when I do my oh uh, unlike that 57 yard bomb well so I got that one but then Cup uh, had it Cup was ruled with a touchdown but then it was overturned because he was down like half a, you know half an inch right right like spin move and then the guy like tackled him right right at the yard line right yeah Ooh, Chay Flakes, yeah. But also, he had Allen Robinson going in that game. Yeah, so then... So there was more, right? There's more to come after that? Yeah, I mean, I don't mean really to hash it, but I think the Rams scored on a touchdown to Robert Woods with, like, under two minutes. Bears get the ball back. All I need is Robinson not to do anything. Catches the ball in the first first play of that to finish his night with five for 36 or something. <laughs> All right, well, well, let's rehash it. Let's look at your matchup <laughs> with Chris. Uh, let me know how you feel about your team right now. I mean, I don't think there's anything really you could have or would have done differently in terms of like starting <laughs> yeah, someone on your like bench. I don't know if anyone does. would have saved I mean, you. Yeah, I mean, the difference would be like getting a kicker, a different kicker or something, but what can you do? It's still a decent, decent showing for a McManus. I don't know if anyone has like, it goes on the desktop, it does like the stat tracker thing. Nope, just you. <laughs> but uh, shameless plug for the Yahoo Stat Tracker. If you want to have that on next to you while you're watching the games, you can see like all your Yahoo leagues and like all the matchups and like each action that impacts the scores while seeing like the box scores of the games. So you can kind of like toggle between all of them. Probably just better watching on, <laughs> on Red Zone. But there's a feature where it gives you like live updated standings and it gives you um, there's a, a tab where it's like optimal lineup. So it'll show you like, oh, who you should have started or could have started. Okay. And so I looked for like mine and it's like I was never gonna start any of these other guys and like was is this a brand new feature or was this like always here? It's always I've not I've never heard of this. Because like if you go like on during the week, you don't see it. Like it's there, but then like when they, when there's games on, there's like a red icon next to it. I don't I don't really use the desktop in general, but I, I'll I'll have to give it a shot if you remind me. Uh, so on game day, there's something to signify that you can click on this yeah. section. I'm not okay. sure if it's on the the app or not, but I try to you know I try to use all my screens for some kind of football thing. <laughs> but but, long, but like the pre, after that preamble, I was just saying that I was never gonna do like any of the other moves. Like it said, like oh you could have started Cole Komet, but by the time I picked up Cole Komet, my whole lineup was already in play. Uh, you were gonna, you weren't gonna start Cole Komet over Kyle Pitts, right? I no. Mean, you mentioning the uh, the you could have grabbed another kicker. It looks like Chris could have also grabbed another kicker and made this even more of a of a of a gap. He, he Graham Gano got him one point here. 
I think that's uh, he, what bothered me the most where it's like, damn, like he had so much in that Giants game and that Giants game went like ideally for my side of things with the defense and the kicker. It really so, did. And like Aaron Jones, like, I mean, just matches Barkley. He could have just like, you know, had one more carry and it's probably different. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Both 3.2. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, so I didn't realize about the Aaron Jones and Barkley, but I was watching with Chris and I was definitely blown away by the I know the the Lions came roaring back in the Niners game they were down they were down like 21 points with like two minutes on the clock you know they they were they scored so fast at the very end so it really was like a blowout and in even in a blowout both DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams were having phenomenal fantasy days for a team that was getting blown out and they're running backs like I I was just like amazed that that was happening I think they were like both top five running backs last week I believe that, yeah. And they were like two of like the three most targeted players like in in the league. (laughs) (laughs) Goff just like here, take it, take it, take it, take it. Yeah, like I know like there was that terrifying Swift update before the game started, and there's like only so much you can do. But I was like, oh, he he was still kind of involved early. So if no, if I was a if I was a Swift owner, I would have I would have shat my pants reading that update. That was that was pretty tough. Although I know, and I know Christopher was on the road and couldn't do anything. about it except for uh i guess updating your lineup and driving but he didn't really have another person to plug in like Fournette had already played on thursday mm-hmm. he could have slotted in booker but get out of here you're not gonna do that just might as well take whatever swift gives you and and glad i bet he's glad he did yeah it really worked out for him there <laughs> so uh, not not to you know roll over just talking about my team but like you know i'm in, i see encouraging signs you know well, let's Kyle talk about your team. still yeah. Yeah, involved a lot. The Falcons just look like they're bad, but hopefully that gives them more garbage time opportunities. Cooper Cup looks like a like he's got a good connection with Stafford, so hopefully that that's the one A for the Rams going forward. Yeah, T's and P's to Chris for losing Michael Gallup uh, to IR here with uh, <laughs> what was it a was it a calf injury or it's the ankle still right? Oh, same. ankle. I I don't know. I don't know, but that's tough. And you can't put him on IR. I know he now has uh, Michael Thomas on IR with the COVID that came out today. Uh, yeah, but so the fantasy god smiling upon Chris with Michael, not Michael Thomas, creator on his bench. Yes, yes. Uh, let's go look at another matchup. This one was between Jimmy and Jose. And Jose, I believe, was the lowest scorer of the week. You don't get any points for that, but... Uh, just missed breaking triple digits. Yeah, um, tough, tough for Jose. You know, you would thought you would think that the rate that his little Ravens stack would have done well um, against the Raiders, who you know for the most part felt like a pushover, but was not the case. And um, his his you know low key shrewd move, quote unquote, of getting the Jags defense did not pan out. No, that was that was shocking. Uh, I bet Jimmy's happy to get the W all the while. Brennan Ayuk giving him a big fat goose egg in the wide receiver two spot. Yeah, that's wild. Um, I know I was like lukewarm on Ayuk going into the draft season, but I I was into him. I was into him going to the draft, and you know I'm not like completely off him right now, but I was definitely into him. I I just like he just was in the right spot to get him. But Melvin Gordon had that what seventy. 70-yard run t- touchdown, so t- that made his day. Thielen just targeted. Told, told you guys. <laughs> uh, you did say that. Um, I think I think you said that before Big Irv Smith went down. 
So I'll just throw that caveat out there. But uh, dealing with the two touchdowns. I know he's heavily targeted in the red zone. Um, and then Russell Wilson. It's, it's good day for Jimmy. Like I said, he got 123 with a guy giving him zero. And yeah. Robert, Robert Tunyon with the 1.8 in the tight end slot. Yeah, so Jimmy, Jimmy, as we say, survived in advanced. Survive in advance. There you go. <laughs> Never too early to start that. Uh, let's take another look at save that one. Sasso and Jake. That was that was one that I saw swung with uh, the late the late Jacobs points on yeah, Monday uh, night. Even Jake had a uh, Hollywood Brown. In his Who was having himself a night? Yeah, had a good game. I didn't even know he changed his number, which made number five, pause, which gave me pause. I have to admit, I'm not used to. Well, I mean, I'm obviously not used to it, but like it, it's it throws me off seeing receivers and running backs with such low numbers. Hollywood Brown was number five, I believe. Sterling Shepard was number three. Uh, all these receivers, like just running down the field with like low numbers. So Cedric. Cedric uh, Wilson on the Cowboys yep. is number one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, I guess, I'll get used to that with time. But I mean, Sasso is aggressive with uh, starting the Indianapolis defense against the Seahawks. Looks like it didn't hurt him too badly, though. Um, I was, I haven't looked at many people's lineups till you know Sunday, but I was, uh, I noticed he's got like the Raider stack and. A little bit of a, a Vikings thing going on there too. Yeah, the Vikings were his first two picks, I think. Uh, yeah. Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson, and then he's got Josh Jacobs and Julio Jones to round out the JJ, uh, where I believe his team name comes from, J Dalvin, yes. and also the singer. <laughs> um, the tough, tough but, loss for Jake, though. You know, hopefully it's not absolutely you know, a continuation of last year for him because he had a pretty good week. Yeah, he was one of the. Top scores on the week, so yeah, it's tough. He did have the late o- OBJ scratch. I don't know if he had him in his lineup. That must be why he had Hollywood in his lineup. Ooh, if it's safe to uh, Mike Evans, 3.99. Now, that's that's tough and brutal to like look at from Thursday going all the way till Sunday. You're just looking at Mike yeah. Evans. And the guy he was reluctant to draft uh, doesn't dirty week one. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, well, hopefully you can recover. All right, let's go to the other heartbreaker then, Steve and Jordan. I mean, upon request, Jordan asked for us to talk about this. We should, probably should have let the show off with it based on that. Right. He said to talk about this debacle. And <laughs> I'm looking at his bench, and I see that Chase Edmonds on the bench outscored both of his running backs. Uh, in the RBs, in the RB slot, not the uh, not Austin Eckler. Actually, he did outscore Austin Eckler. <laughs> yeah, he could have held steady with uh, the Pittsburgh defense, even. Could have held steady with the Pittsburgh defense. I definitely didn't have the balls to do that, but uh, now Carolina's a good spot. But yeah, that that would have done it. <laughs> Almost anything would have done it here. Uh, Steve, but, though, with some points on the bench as well. Yeah, I was going to say Steve leaving a lot of points on the bench. A lot of people don't survive that. A lot of people don't survive that. <laughs> He lives. He survives in advance, as you said. Uh, both guys disappointing in project. A lot of guys. It's gone away now, but in the app, like they have like red or green if you're above or below projections. A lot of guys were below projections in the in the league this week. Like teams, a lot of teams yeah, I were. Yeah, I think going into Monday, even it might have been only like two teams high green. Right, right. But then you got some good performances Monday night, so that helped out. 
right. But uh, encouraging uh, signs from both of their rookie receivers, Devontae Smith and uh, Jamar Chase, both with their college quarterbacks, leading them, leading them, leading them uh, to touchdowns. I remember Jordan saying this during the draft that uh, he drafted Tannehill, and not a lot of people like reacted. Uh, I said I liked Tannehill, which I do, but he did not have a good day on Sunday, and I, I guess I kind of really just overlooked his stint on on the IR with the COVID list, like him like not getting reps in and like me maybe being rusty. I don't know if he was ever showing symptoms or anything like that, but the the Titans were just completely flat footed. Yeah, I think I mean, and AJB and Julio Jones were both like intermittently in and out of practices and stuff, so I don't think they've had a lot of time to to mesh. Yeah, Tannehill and Brown were able to salvage their day with touchdowns. T- uh, Hill had two touchdowns. One Tannehill uh, was able to rush one too, but uh, Julio Jones wasn't so lucky. But I, th- I think better days are ahead for Tannehill with uh, Jordan's team. I don't think he's a yeah. backup QB. Yeah, I wouldn't. If I drafted Tannehill, I wouldn't take a backup QB either. I think he'll be fine. And lastly, CMC proving his his worth with getting nearly his projection without scoring a touchdown. I think he was running back one on the week without scoring a touchdown. Yeah, that's wild. That's unbelievable. That's unfair. That's unfair. Yeah. <laughs> but congrats to Steve for holding on and pulling out the W. All right. Next up, we'll look at this. It's funny because it has what these teams are ranked now. So Greg is second because he was the second highest scorer, put up a, a really good week, 141. And O'Keefe is the 11th because he had a not so great week. It's definitely a blowout here. And Aaron Rodgers scoring three points for O'Keefe is, is Dismal. glaring. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think first we got to give props to Greg. Um, you know, Mahomes is, is lethal as, as always. He started Antonio Brown. Um, even Gronk, I know some people were raising eyebrows with that pick, but Gronk uh, paying off in a big way uh, Thursday night. Gronk and Antonio Brown completely losing their minds on Thursday night. He was he was ear to ear that night, rightfully so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that you you love having that cushion on Thursday, and then obviously as you mentioned, Mahomes just went nuts. O'Keefe didn't really stand too much of a chance in this one. I saw that uh, Aaron Rodgers was QB thirty five on the week. Ooh, yeah, and that's funny. Like I didn't think about that, but obviously there's a. We were talking about it, like how uh, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, even Jacoby uh, Brissett, like all these guys got in the game. Jordan Love got run at the end of this game. I heard. I didn't. I didn't even see it. Yeah. Red Zone wasn't going to show that. I think, I think Mariota's one play last night outscored Rodgers. Yeah, he rushed for 34 yards, so <laughs> that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Just beats him out. I, I though I expect a a big time. Uh, spot for the Packers on Monday. Agreed. Agreed. Sports yeah, they'll bounce back. They'll be fine. But uh, you mentioned, I don't even think you can get all these guys in a starting lineup, but you mentioned a lot of, some guys don't recover from that. Uh, Christian Kirk and Sterling Shepard, 20 points each, 20 plus points each on Brian O'Keefe's bench. Tough, yeah. I don't even think, I mean, I guess Sutton is one guy you could have swapped out, but yeah, you can't fit both of them in there. Yeah, though, though he, he got Debo in there, and Debo had a, a monster game. Yep, yep, helps salvage the week. 
Okay. I mean, I don't want to like right. put bad juju on Aaron Rodgers, but this is the second year in a row where Brian has followed just taking Jake's quarterback from the year before. Ooh, and, that would be bad juju. And Drew Brees fell off a cliff when Brian did that. I'm yes. hoping, knocking on wood, that's not the same case for Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is awesome. That would be funny, but yeah, I'm not buying. I'm not buying that narrative just yet. All right, and then we said at the top of the show, but congratulations to Connor for winning that tenor this week. <laughs> he uh, put up 155, which is 55, which is good for best of this week, week one, and it was good enough to best me 133. Kind of uh, respectable. It, I was <laughs> We were watching the games, and uh, the 1 o'clock games were almost over in the fourth quarter, and... I was just at projections wise, like it wasn't good. I think it was like projected to be 160 plus to like 117 or something like that. And I was like, well, like hovering around 120. And then I was looking at the whole game and like around the four o'clock, uh, fourth quarter, I looked up and I was like, I only had 36 points on the week. Like it was all like projections because I had some guys on Sunday night and Monday night. And I was just like, Damn, dude, I have no points here. Like, I feel like I've, I have a mountain to climb up here, but I was happy with where I ended, I guess. Well, I mean, I guess, like, you know, the not the silver lining, but you always know that Connor sweats out every matchup. So you could at least lord that over him through Monday. <laughs> I will, yeah, I will hold, I will hold over the fact that uh, he had a 40 point lead while I had Tyson Williams and, and he was scared. He admitted to being scared. <laughs> Even like Lamar Jackson's best games, like the two years ago, I, it's, <laughs> it's not forty points. points. <laughs> uh, right, uh, I, I was like Tyson needs to score like five touchdowns. Like the Ravens aren't even guaranteed to score five touchdowns, but Tyson has to score all five of them if that's the case. <laughs> like you're giving me a fighting chance here. And, and and Connor, I give him credit. He picked the right quarterback last week. That was he did. I mean, both of them, both of them uh, showed out anyway. Yeah. Could he could he have picked the wrong quarterback? Last week? No. I'm curious to see what, <laughs> see what he chooses this week. Oh uh, well as long as they're both on his roster, I'll continue to just give him some uh guff for that. Good, because I, I do too, but I know uh someone in the league called me a hypocrite for having for having drafted two quarterbacks as well. <laughs> no, I I get that you that you drafted two quarterbacks. It makes sense. I did the same thing. But it was you chastising him for taking back to back, and then you taking back to back quarterbacks. That like I was like, you lost me. You're, I'm already out of the room now. Like I, I can't support you anymore. Like that's that's just not I, a good look, Tom. I, I guess I could have articulated better, but I've said this before. It's because certainly so. Certainly so. You definitely. Could. It was the fact that you harp, you harped in the moment. You harped on him going back to back quarterbacks, and then did the same thing picks later. Right. I know what you meant, and I agree with what you meant. The fact that like he to- he chose two starting quarterbacks, so you just have to like pick between right. the two each week, uh, and you know that's just gonna you, you you're gonna you're gonna tinker and you're gonna mess up some weeks. Um, no, not to get ahead, he's playing Greg this week, so I'm assuming he's gonna keep Brady if Greg's gonna start two Buccaneers. Uh, there goes Tom, folks. Telling, telling team, telling people how to run their teams. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. I was just talking. To <laughs> and you know, you know what I, you know what I knew when you said not to get ahead. I knew that you were gonna get ahead. So, <laughs> well, never mind then. Tease, well, tease to you. Had the shrewd Mac A pickup. He's like kicker three on the week. 
<laughs> he was three. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, you actually texted me about that one when I grabbed him. You were like, did not see you got Matt Gay. Uh, <laughs> you stole him from me. I didn't know we were fighting over kickers over here, but look at that. Look at that. Didn't draft a kicker. I still got uh, kicker one on the week. Or would you say kicker three? Kicker three, yeah. <laughs> why, why are we talking about kickers? <laughs> uh, did you want to talk about the Trey Sermon trade real quick? Oh, yeah. Since I think we covered every week one matchup. So you and Jose which, you know, I think is very apt, had the first trade of the season in our league. I think it came, like, the day after we recorded, so we didn't have a chance to talk about it live on air. Right, I forgot uh, that we ta- it happened after we recorded. So, um, a lot's happened since then, um, obviously with most serves we mentioned earlier, and then Sermon was actually a healthy scratch on Sunday. A lot has happened, actually. I traded for Sermon and was on Cloud9. And I'll talk about the trade. And uh, like an hour later is when Gus Edwards went down. <laughs> <laughs> it ha- I, I traded for Sermon before Gus Edwards towards ACL. Um, so that really brought me back down. But in the trade talks, Jose approached me. He knew that I had uh, way too many guys on the bench. I needed a kicker and defense. And so he... He said straight up, he was like, I'll, I'll offer you one guy for three to give you the bench spots you need for uh, the kicker and defense. And that began the talks. We talked for a bit. There was some miscommunication, I'll admit, on my end. I had Corey Davis and uh, Gabriel Davis Jr. So one offer he said included Davis for Corey Davis. And I agreed to it thinking it was Gabriel Davis. So he sent the offer to me, saw it was Corey. And I was like, whoa, 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 hold on here. Uh, and that, that like reset the talks and I was like that's my fault because he, he did say Corey I just had Gabriel Davis in my head so I, that was, that was my <laughs> the fault. one you but, actually want to get rid of <laughs> <laughs> the one I was like hoping yeah, to, to pass off so inevitably like we, we got to I swapped out Corey Davis for Michael Pittman and he said he admitted he liked Corey Davis better but he was willing to compromise. He really wanted Tyson Williams and he didn't even know that I had Gus Edwards. And I was like, Tyson's like kind of a handcuff to Gus so like I'm not really looking to do that. Plus I I had big high hopes for Tyson. Yeah, I mean it makes sense for Jose as the the resident Ravens fan to want more Ravens on his team. Uh, He was so mad uh, that he didn't draft him with like his the second to last pick. Like a right before, I got him with my last pick, I think, but at the at the yeah, end of the round. But drafted, like obviously Dobbins got hurt, but I feel like Tyson Williams was still like kind of a little unknown. Well, Justice Hill hadn't yet been on IR; they hadn't disclosed his yeah. Achilles injury. And there was a lot of talk so, about Davies Murray going there, which obviously ended up eventually. Which did happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I thought. Uh, I thought I was like, okay, wide receiver. So that's why I threw two wide receivers in there, Jalen Waddle, who I like a lot. Me too. And Michael Pittman, who I do like a lot, but had did not have a good week one. And uh, I gave him Damian Williams, which is a handcuff to his uh, Montgomery. And he needed some wide receivers. I said as soon as the draft ended, I didn't like his wide receivers. Now he's got some nice ones, uh, some an upgrade. And uh, I was able to get my defense and kicker out of that. And I got Trey Sermon, who wasn't active on Sunday. And... No one knows why. No one knows what to make of it. Uh, I feel like he has to be active now because Raheem Mostert's out. Yeah, I but think he's how out. much will he play? Nobody knows. Yeah, it's weird. It sounded like he got all the run in the preseason games, but I guess from that week break 
from the last recent season game to week one, he just got out, outplayed. Apparently, is what the the reporters are saying. It's what the report, but but they're saying that now. They're saying that after the fact, right? Right. Uh, I don't know. Part of me, I mean, obviously, I I'm now the Trey Sermon owner, so I'm I'm trying to spin it for him. Part of me is just like Kyle Shanahan trying to be like coach. They're playing Lions Week One. He's like, you know, we. We we got this one in the bag. We don't need him. We don't have to showcase him. And then did, you said you mentioned something about a rumor online that he that him and Ayuk were late for curfew. Yeah, so one person I saw one tweet I saw, um, but I haven't seen like anything else like corro- corroborating that. So, but Damn, yeah, I was hoping that one. That comment about they are still Ayuk like, to be a pro. Yeah, even though he's he's been in the league for a whole year. Though I feel like for Ayuk's case, it sounds like it might be more of just slowly coming off the injury. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm left holding Sermon <laughs> and Tyson Williams. Those are my those are my replacements for the first two running backs I drafted. I mean, I guess it in in the end kind of works out. You have the the handcuffs to them, in theory. Yeah, in the end, it kind of works out. We'll see about that. All right, do you want to move on to Swami's selections? I think so. I don't think there's anything else to uh, discuss yet. I mean, apparently there's going to be a big Hard Knocks announcement on Thursday, but all we can do is speculate about it right now. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't really get me that excited. And It seemed to really have an effect on you. With the, I think you meant the WTF, not WFT. Yeah, I knew. I knew as soon as I sent that, Greg. It looked. Uh, it, <laughs> I was like, Greg's gonna make this joke. <laughs> it looked. It looked. I I saw it. It looked like you got rocked by the fact that that the fact that they announced that there's gonna be an announcement. Like I, I don't yeah. know. Let uh, me know what the announcement is, and I can tell you if I care I or mean, not. I think like because I think if they were if they were gonna cancel it, they wouldn't just announce it during a Thursday night football game. So I'm sure it's gonna be something stupid. The, that they're gonna yeah. try to make exciting, right? They're gonna try and like sell it. Tune into the Thursday night game, and, and we've got a cool thing to tell you. Um, yeah, let me know what it is before I, I I start to care. I'm not gonna care for. Well, I mean, it's the giant the Giants plan Thursday, so I'm sure you'll be watching. Yeah, I'm watching the game. I'm just saying, I think you sent that thing in the chat, and <laughs> I think the only the only feedback you got was was Greg's joke <laughs> that you knew it was coming anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I know everyone well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so then, without further ado, why don't you read us off your uh, how'd you do in week one, as well as how Steve did, the guest. So I will say that, um, as we mentioned earlier, there was a lot of swings in the matchups Sunday night and Monday night, which also in turn impacted me and Steve's matchup, or my matchup with Steve. So, um, starting off with a familiar foot, Steve went three and three, and yours truly also went three and three. Damn, back, back to the old uh, three and three. Still, still feeling out the league. You know, I think once we get you know week six or so, you're gonna hit your stride. Taking off. All right, yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Uh, That would make sense though if they got easier to. to predict as the as the season goes on right all right so no guests tonight you're just picking yourself picking against yourself 
And why don't we start off with my matchup with Steve, another Greek boy versus inside of you. This is currently the sixth and seventh ranked teams in the league. So right smack in the middle of the standings. And I've got not a complete team, so that makes it a little bit more difficult for you to predict, but tough titties. That's the way that's the way it's going. <laughs> you made us uh, record earlier. Early, so we'll, we'll we don't say have waiver wire pickups. This we'll, is that's on you. Yeah, we'll say it's four waiver wire pickups, and uh, you've made a lot of subsequent moves based on your injuries. Um, so this one can look a lot different in the coming days. Um, Steve has some weight on the Thursday night game, so he's trusting the Skins with, or sorry, the Washington football team with. Uh, Ooh, over it's been over a year, man. With Taylor Heineke. Um, Though he's got some tasty matchups at the top with Herbert and Brown and some uh, track meet potential matchups there. Um, fireworks. Fireworks. Uh, yours is tough. I don't know what to think of uh, the, your running back situation. Um, some of it might change. Yeah, some of it might change. I like I like I like your receivers. Obviously, Kelsey. Those. I feel like Steve's got the edge at running back. Yeah, you don't have to patronize me. You can call it how you see it. He's got Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think so Steve's got the edge of I, I'm picking Steve. Okay. Your funeral. <laughs> you know they're underselling Tyson Williams' projections right now. I know, but I, though I did see, I know I questioned his carries um, last night. There was something about, some one thing I read thought that he might have been concussed. He got hit hard, I guess. Um, oh really? I missed that. I missed that. Though then someone else tweet, I saw another tweet where he, him and Lamar had like two miscommunications on handoffs. I saw one handoff where they where he fumbled it. I'm pretty sure Lamar probably t- gets credit for it. He jumped on it, but I would blame Tyson Williams. This is his first time in the game. He's a, right. a he's, he's a rookie. And they do a lot of stuff, so I can see there being. And I I I blatantly saw him miss or like not even miss, but like fail to to really hit a blitz pickup. A, a guy came in from Lamar's blind side, and he shuffled over to that side, but, like, waited for the defender to get to him. So he was, like, really close to Lamar. Lamar got spooked, ran, and then got past the line of scrimmage and then dove, and that's when he fumbled that ball. So, like, if Tyson Williams picked up the blitz in time, he wouldn't have run. They wouldn't have fumbled. So I think that could be attributed to being his fault, too, and I feel like he just got sort of benched for that. Which yeah. uh, makes sense, but uh, you'd hope that, like, you know, the rookie, you know, first game, primetime game, gets the jitters out and goes back to work at practice and earns the coach's trust, just like Ronald Jones did, right? We got the update that Ronald Jones is out of the doghouse. Uh, officially, officially out of the doghouse. He's starting. He's starting a game against the Falcons. Uh, they've he's... announced that he's starting, like, four days in advance. <laughs> <laughs> but I do is agree that, 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 that based on, on Monday, I do feel like the Yahoo projection is underselling. Uh, Tyson Williams at the moment. All right. Well, whatever you picked, Steve. Let's go on to another tasty matchup, and, and Yahoo is infatuated with this one. We have Jordan trying to recover from Week One's debacle somewhere in fantasy time versus Jake, who also suffered a tough loss. You shall not pass. Both at one twenty-nine points in projections, and they both have full lineups as of this recording. Yeah, interesting with uh, Allen versus Josh Allen versus Stephen Diggs there. Um, Jordan's got his boy Eckler, who I saw 
what he didn't have a single target last week for the first. He didn't have a target, and he led the NFL in red zone rushing attempts, which is not what you expect with Austin Eckler. Right. Um. So I think looking here, um, I think you got to be terrified every time you see Tyreek Hill going against you. Um, and I think Mike Evans is due for a, a big bounce back. And Josh Allen, too, because I think Josh Allen had, like, a okay stat line. So I think Jake's due for a big bounce back week, and I think he takes the W here. Ooh. Sorry, Jordan. And Jordan will be wishing that fantasy didn't start two weeks earlier. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks in a row, I hope you think of that. Uh, okay. All right, so you got Jordan. Mark it down. Book Jake. it. Got Jake. Sorry, you got Jake. Misspoke, my bad. Don't change it. All right, moving on. Let's look at Sasso and Jose. Jay Dalvin versus the Jackson Six. Sorry, just look, taking a look at the lineups here. Uh, Jose currently with an incomplete roster. Incomplete roster, and as a result, is currently projected four plus less points than Sasso. Yeah, so I think this is going to be um, higher scoring than Yahoo is giving it credit for. Wait, wait, wait. J- Jameson Crowder's still on the COVID IR. How long has he been there? I feel like it's been quite a while. <laughs> it's been there for a while, which makes me think that either he wasn't vaccinated or he's like really showing symptoms. Right, he's got symptoms. It's not the the five the five days of no symptoms yeah. and then you're you're free to go. Like he, he's been on there for a bit. And so Jose can can therefore keep him in his IR spot. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, all good. Um, with uh, just taking a look at Sasso's side, I do think like his his uh, Vikings are in for a good matchup. But on the other side, I'm a little worried about his Raiders going against a pretty tough Steelers defense. And I'm worried enough about it that I think I'm picking Jose here. He's got his Ravens in a very good matchup against the Chiefs. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor would do just fine. Montgomery should probably run all over the Bengals. So I'm expecting a pretty big week here um, for Jose. I don't know if Terrell Williams is actually playing or not, um, but he's got options to replace him with. No, didn't he? What did he hurt? I thought he was going to miss time. Yeah, concussion. Oh, potential concussion. Okay. I thought I saw he was concussed, and and I guess you could make it back in time, but I just kind of assumed in my head that he wasn't going to make it. Uh, but he's got other options that he can put in there. Uh, all right, so that is a pick for Jose. The Vikings against the Cardinals will not be enough to propel Sasso to another win. All right, moving on. Let's go to Jimmy's Traquan Jin. You should probably change that to Jim. The two ends <laughs> look like an M anyway. <laughs> That's what I thought. What it was. Uh, and Tom's, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. This is another one that Yahoo seems to like. 131 to 130. Yeah. Yahoo likes it. <laughs> and I do In favor think, of Jimmy, by the way. I do think it's going to be the highest scoring matchup of the week. Oh, there it is. There it is. Are we on Tom's matchup? That's going to be the highest scoring matchup of the week? Excellent. Um, so I will say that, uh, again, he's got Russell Wilson in that good matchup against the Titans, Adam Thielen. Um, going against the Cardinals. 
And I'm a little worried that he's, you know, he's got Ayuk there and uh, Derek Henry, who are probably both primed for a little bit of a bounce back. Um, I also feel like I have guys on my side that are super bounce back, like Aaron Jones, hopefully Calvin Ridley, and or Kyle Pitts. Well, Aaron Jones is going to go crazy, right? Hope, hopefully. Hope, ho- hopefully. Hope, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> um, so, with that said... Picking myself, I feel like I was done dirty last week, and the fantasy gods just shined down upon me and gave me the W here. Okay, okay. So, I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy's got some good players here. Um, well, I was, I was gonna say one. Are you? You did mention Ayuk Prime for a bounce back. Do you think he bounces back week two? Like, I don't. Obviously, he's not gonna be a dud the whole season. He's too talented. But is it week two that he comes back, or week three maybe? I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I I know it's I, we're recording on Tuesday, and I'm asking you to guess. So you're, you're I mean, just peering into that crystal ball, man. I would, I would say I would say yes, just because of all the, the chatter and stuff. It just seems like it's primed for like a good good story, good narrative. And also, I at least before going into last week, I didn't think too highly of the Eagles' defense. I don't know if they are actually good or not, based or the Falcons were just bad. Um, but I can see how you bouncing back. They'll be you know, he's also got to contend with. Debo uh, Samuel, Kittle, and whoever they play at running back. Okay, and then uh, also not to not to tell anyone how to run their team, but Jimmy does have Mike Williams currently on the bench, who saw twelve targets for eighty-two yards and a touchdown last week. Uh, he has a nice juicy matchup against Dallas. Uh, you know who who just gave up a ton of points to the Buccaneers, so maybe. Maybe Jimmy can move Mike Williams somewhere into his, his starting lineup. Uh, yeah, that'll... I mean, that, that's my that's my expectation of, uh, of some. Time oh, right. you're planning for that. You're already planning for that. Yes, yeah, so I'm mentally <laughs> telling myself that uh, <laughs> that Jimmy's lineup is going to look a little different after as, after we record this. I'm considering some tinkering as well. Uh, my RB two spot is you know between the the Williams brothers, the J Williams brothers. Uh, maybe I, you know it's kind of a flip a coin there. Okay. All right. Anyway, you picked yourself. Book it. Let's move on. Let's move on to Christopher's The Turbo Team and Brian O'Keefe's No Ho, No Problem. Do you think Chris is going to do its turbo time every time anyone on this team does anything? Uh, or is no. It just <laughs> it, I think I think it was because it was week one and it, the combination of it being week one and him playing against you. I, I think... I think after like the second one he sent, he was kind of like, "Yeah, I'm sort of running out of turbo time, uh, chips to send." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he's gonna do it every single time, though. Every time the stack comes through, the Kyle Murray, DeAndre Hopkins stack. That yeah, that was brutal. Things, things of my nightmare. Um, it's just I, I think this is gonna be close. Yahoo obviously likes it. I just don't know how. Yeah. I I I just don't know how. I mean, Chris is heavily weighted on the Giants, and um, <laughs> like, and they suck. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to the Giants fans uh, in the league, but uh, uh, you're, you're looking at one. I don't know how I don't know how you can come away being encouraged by having those guys still on his team. So, uh, I mean, I think Barkley's going to be great later on, but it sounds like they're still easing him in, and I wonder if that's still going to be the case um, on a shorter week. So, I think that's enough for me to. To tip the scales for me to go with Brian here. I think Zeke's probably going to bounce back. 
Mixon looks like he's a, a stud RB1. Sterling Shepard actually looks like the best Giants receiver to have, who he's got inserted in the lineup there. Ooh, interesting flex matchup there. Yes, Kenny G versus Shepard with the new number. Right, right. But, and plus, Brian has Aaron Rodgers, who I know I said earlier that might have the bad juju, but I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a very good game. Good bounce back game, yeah. Uh, total total revenge tour, Aaron Rodgers. Also, I think I think uh, O'Keefe's got a good. Uh, he's got he wins the tight end battle with George Kittle versus Noah Fant. True, I like Fant. I think Fant's gonna get a little boost without Judy there, but it's hard to. That's true. Hard, hard to top Kittle though. I like Fant too, but yeah, I feel like it's crowded there, and and the Niners' offense is just better than the Denver right. offense. All right, so save the best for last here. We got one versus two <laughs> after week one. We got hold that door, hold that door versus Wubba Lubba Hub Hub. And I think that's kind of because he has Chuba Hubbard on his team. So I wanted to see, I, I want to see how long Chuba Hubbard actually lasts on this team. Still is there uh, as of recording. And in this one, Wubba Lubba Hub Hub is projected 139, almost 140. And hold that door, hold that door is projected for a nice 136. So a high scoring affair in Yahoo's eyes. Yeah, this is uh, you know it's one versus two, and I think you should be built that way. These are pretty two pretty good, good teams already. You can see that the lineups are pretty stacked. Um, Connor's got his three-headed monster running back. I know he's very worried about Damian Harris's status with uh, the Patriots, but I don't think there's anything to worry about there. Um, Ooh, he still uh, holds on to Jerry Judy. Interesting. For now, I suppose. Um, he's inserted Brandon Cooks into his lineup. Tough. To, I know Cooks is good, but tough to trust some Texans. Tough matchup with Cleveland, yeah. I think I have to give the favor here to Greg. I know I, I made the comment about uh, starting Brady with the Tampa options that Greg has, but regardless of what Brady does there, Greg still gets more points. Oh, yeah. For that happening. Um, I think Kamara is still obviously a beast. And I think the Chiefs are going to be pretty amped going against the Ravens, who are kind of their pseudo-rival, even though I don't think the Ravens have beat them in the the Mahomes-Jackson era. Not yet. I think they've played, what, two or three times? Yeah. They've. I think it's been uh, every year Lamar's been, been in the league. Okay. All right, so that's victory to Wubba Lubba Hub Hub in Tom's book. Unseating the number one overall team. Yes. A solid start to both those guys. Give them credit. All right, John. We held the four without Connor. I'm sure he'll he'll listen and yeah. give us his notes and tell us that you know, either way he's got Tom Brady and Jalen Hurts a good problem. For all the uh, right, for all the listeners out there, if you got if you like this format better, just write in. We'll, we love uh, love hearing from our fans. We like listening to your feedback. <laughs> yeah, tell us what we can do better. Give us five stars on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast. Oh snap! Like, is this on? I mean, this might not be on iTunes, but it actually is on Spotify. Yeah, not to be like the Debbie Downer, but I was wondering, like, since we're on Spotify. Wait, wait, wait. Are you are you about to be the Debbie Downer? Yes, I'm, I'm about to be the Debbie Downer. Okay, okay. But good thing you said not to be. 
I guess I guess I've uh, gone the uh, no offense route. No offense, but then say something offensive. <laughs> <laughs> the the thought crossed my mind uh, the other day. I was like, oh, we're on Spotify. We play music on our podcast. Are we gonna get like someone's just gonna send us a, like a cease and desist letter with like us using uh, music? I do not think you have to worry about that. People would have to listen first. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was what I told myself to stop thinking that. <laughs> uh, no, but you can you can. I mean, I don't. I definitely don't know copyright law, but because as we mentioned at the top of the show, Anchor is presented by Spotify. You can actually insert thirty seconds of a song from Spotify into the podcast. But when I attempted to do so, uh, did not allow me to pick the thirty seconds. It was just like it was just like Michael Scott in in the office when he. <laughs> Doesn't have enough. He doesn't want to buy the song on iTunes, so he just yeah. listens to the preview over and over again. <laughs> That's it's just like that that uh, excerpt of the song you can't choose at all. So I did not go that route. I went back to the illegal way of doing it. So yeah, I'll let you know if I get any cease and desist emails. Right. But I I think we're I think we're safe and in the clear there. Likewise, but the thought crossed my mind. But it's exciting times for the podcast. We're on a, a better platform. And hopefully it's easier for people to listen to. Yeah, hopefully. All right. So, until uh, until next time. Yeah. Good luck, everybody. Ooh, and now I'm saying that. <laughs> All right. Go for it again, then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you guys can hold, if everyone can just hold on to the pod for another 15 seconds, we'll let Tom collect themselves and, and uh, give it another shot. Uh, no, we'll see you in week three. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll see you in week three. <laughs>